I got some smoking women. And I've got an astrological phenomenon so exciting sounding, it will literally blow your tiny mind. I'm ready. Me too. Welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we take great <laughs> moments from history. Not not banal ones, not mundane, great <laughs> moments from history. Not today. And we're definitely not. And no way, siri. <laughs> and we pitch them against each other. It is not going to sound under-researched today. Not at all. Um, he's Jake Yap. I am Nat Zeppley. And together we are shaking the soda bottle of history to explode entertainment over your faces. Explotainment. <laughs> Explotainment, yes. Uh, by which I mean we are going to take two events and see which is the funniest, which is the most exciting, which has meant most for history, and you get to vote on it. I know. Wow. Because unlike some people, we believe in democracy, and unlike some people, we abide by results. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Don't make yes. me say it. I don't even know what, what is it you were going to say. Leave then? means leave now. Round <laughs> <laughs> Let's. I'm going to take you to the 21st of January, 1789, and the publication of, of the, the first, first American, American novel. novel. Are you doing that one too? Yes, of course I am. Well, let's talk about that then. The Power of Sympathy, or The Triumph of Nature, um, which was about the dangers of giving in to one's passions. Do you read about the amusing subplot about his next-door neighbour? Tell me the amusing subplot of his next-door neighbour. So, the man who wrote it wrote about his next-door neighbour. It was amusing. No. <laughs> there was a, the next, his next-door neighbour was called Perez Morton, and he seduced his own sister-in-law, oh. Fanny Apthorpe. She became pregnant and committed suicide. Um, but Morton wasn't punished at all. No. So it got written into this novel, and he changed the names from Mar- Morton... To Martin. You would never guess. No, and he also changed Fanny to Ophelia. Mm. Ophelia. Which is Why a shame. not go I double think he just called her Ophelia Fanny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ophelia Fanny? We were both there for that. We were both grabbing yeah. at that. The thing was that yeah. he published it under a pseudonym, didn't he? He said it was Sarah Wentworth Apthorpe mm. Morton of Boston, who was a poet. Well, I think someone else did, didn't they? Someone else ascribed it to a woman. So for a whole century, so, uh, they thought it was someone else who wrote you know, it. No, you're absolutely right. It was written in epistolary form, which... Oh, that's my favourite form of novel. Yes, bless Dangerous you. Dangerous Liaisons, um, all the other good ones... No, there aren't any others. Diary of Adrian Mole. They're all named after the Pamela and Janine. And the Northern Exposure book, circa 1991. <laughs> it's a series of documents yes. combined to make a... A novel. And they're always terrible. Epistolary novels are always terrible. Oh, Bridget Jones is one, isn't it? Oh, no, it's a diary. That's not quite the yes, same. Yes, yes, it is. No, 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 that, no, diary counts. Oh, there we go. And yes, Minister. OK, I'm wrong. I'm just wrong. I'm just wrong, Jake, OK? Fine. I think... Do you know what I think, mate? I think you're angry, mate. Yeah. There's a lot of it about today. What are you angry about, babe? Epistolary <laughs> novels. <laughs> The thing is, in your case, I could believe that that was actually it. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, they just wind me. They grind my gears. Oh, dear sir, this. Oh, it's always it's always circling around. Someone fancies someone else and they don't realise that the other person... Fancies. Just say it! Just say it! Just have a narrator who tells you what's happening. It was supposedly quite a moral tale, wasn't it, this? Yeah. A didactic text. Yes, it was about Mr Harrington... He it was Mr. Harrington. He fancied Harriet, 
Um, and they started having a passionate affair. Unfortunately, of course, she had been secretly adopted, and they were brother and sister, really. Yeah. And when they discover that their love was incestuous, she... Oh, she just dies of tuberculosis, because that's what you do when you're sad, <laughs> and he committed suicide. Because that's what you do when you're even sadder. It's when you're sad and you haven't got time. <laughs> I like the fact that he wrote it in order to prove that... Being, it's called the power of sympathy to show that the sympathetic characters, those who felt the pain of others, um, all committed suicide and are rubbish, whereas the rational ones all survived. Yes. Those who had no time for sympathy. That's right. Yeah, kids, be less sympathetic. William Hill Brown it says so. It will only so. lead to your own ruin. Yes. Yeah. But that was the first American novel which has led to such greats as William Faulkner and Philip Roth and John Updike and many, many other rich middle-aged men who write novels about <laughs> ageing academics sleeping uh, with young women yes. to save their souls. All of whom hold lecturing posts in various uh, universities yes. across the United States. <laughs> a massive coincidence. There's a lot of that about. Mm. By the way, uh, if, if, if incest's your bag, tune in tomorrow. <laughs> I've got a humdinger for you. <laughs> We should do an incest special. No, we shouldn't, Nat. We shouldn't do an incest special. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> do you know who we could get on? No. <laughs> My brother. <laughs> okay. He is fit, though. So, <laughs> should, we, should we draw a modest veil over this? Yes. Pretty, William Hill Brown's awful sounding the, uh, text. The Power of Sympathy or The Triumph of Nature. Shall we do the birthdays? Yes. Happy birthday to number fourth best Spice Girl, Emma Bunton. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday to... The way you rank them with such conviction. That is, yeah, no, I stand by that. I stand by that. You assume consensus. Sir, sir, you assume consensus where there is none. <laughs> I think you'll find I don't need consensus. I am issuing... Orders the bu- no, no, Then I beg you, good sir, choose a pistol and I shall see you at dawn. <laughs> All right, sir. I'm just still cross about epistolary novels. I can't get them out of my head. Man. I know. I hate them so much. Babe, what, how can I. Babe, how, how can I unwind you? I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, you do anyway, know. Anyway, happy babe. birthday to Rasputin. Babe, you do know. <laughs> you wouldn't do it. Um, <laughs> happy birthday to. <laughs> Don't bet on it. Happy birthday to unkillable Russian wizard Rasputin. <laughs> and also happy birthday to Gina Davis, who we watched Deep Blue Sea the other night, uh, just because it was on, and you always have to watch Deep Blue Sea when it's on. And it was made less pleasant as we watched it, but why is this lead character, the woman in it, so unpleasantly written and directed? And then, and also, why is she cast this person who just isn't really very good but looks a bit like Gina Davis and then you realise it was directed by Rennie Harlan just after he divorced Gina Davis oh, and that's why there's an unpleasant character who looks and behaves or looks like Gina Davis and behaves like an ass and takes all their clothes off at the end of the film okay it felt much less savoury after we noticed that Anyway, happy death day to Georges Méliès who did that film about the moon what got a rocket stuck in its eye <laughs> Also, happy death day to Kulak-killing Russian leader Vladimir Lenin. Actually, he didn't kill as many Kulaks as Stalin. He came up with the new economic policy, which was better, but uh, ignored later on. And also, happy death day to citizen Louis Capet, 
who started his reign as Louis XVI of France, but lost his title and his head. Happy death day to him. Amazing. That's the death days. Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> Round two! I, I'm feeling good about this one. Are you? I like this one. Yeah, I'm taking you to the 21st good, of... because mine <laughs> is not a winner, I don't think. So I'm looking forward to hearing yours. Sweet. Make it a nice long explanation. Yes, I certainly will. 21st of... While you look up yours. 21st of January, 1908. (laughs) I know what it is. No, you don't. Yes. 21st of January, 19... If I can hear your... If I... So help me. If I hear your little fingers on the keyboard. Unbelievable. Riffling through books, not on the keyboard. Going through books. Oh, is it... Down this... I'm not being funny, but what you're making there is epistolary. (gasps) Oh, no. It's self-hatred, isn't it? That's what this is really about. It is. All hatred is self-hatred. All of my hatred is well-deserved self-hatred. So, <laughs> I don't know why it felt right. 21st of January, 1908. Yes. And New York City. Mm. Great town. City that should really get a lot more sleep. My kind There's of no town. One, no one's rational in there because it's just not sleeping enough. It passes the Sullivan <laughs> Ordinance. Ah, yes. Which makes it illegal for women to smoke in public. Mm. No, never looked. Um, only to have the measure vetoed by the mayor. Now, this is interesting because mm-hmm. it was sort of socially frowned on for women to smoke in public after that. Mm. Now, I mean, why should we care apart from, you know, the oppression of women giving them the right yeah, to... Apart uh, from that, yeah, 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 yeah. We all know with, about yeah, the oppression yada, of women. You, yada, you yada. people always go on and on when about oppression will, this. Yeah, yeah. And just, because it's, just because it's still ongoing, this that was, doesn't mean you have to keep banging on about... Yeah. Oh, oh the, you keep talking about domestic violence. Well, guess what? I've been in this country for 45 years, and I, I have not. I'm not that old. But I've never seen any domestic violence at all, so I don't believe it happens. I've never domestically violenced anyone. In fact, you mentioning it violences my opinions. The only violent one here is you, Jake. With special guest... You're the violent Date fight with special guest Lawrence Fox. (laughs) And why should we care? We should care because... Because it's the oppression of women. Secondarily, and obviously massively secondarily, um, Edward Bernays exploited this. Now, do you know about him? Did he invent Bernays' sauce? No. Uh, but no. bizarrely, his brother, Geoffrey Hollandais. No. Um, <laughs> I like the he, fact but, you went straight to Heidi High there, Geoffrey Hollandais. Of course I did. Of course, it's all I had. <laughs> the interesting thing, though, if you want to talk about interesting relatives, he was mm. the nephew of Freud. Oh. As in, you know, yeah. sometimes a cigar is just a cigar, yeah. as Freud once so famously said. Funny how he chose a cigar, though. Yeah. Anyway. He invented public relations because before oh. then it was called propaganda <laughs> and had become a bit of a dirty word. Yeah. So he called it public relations and he linked smoking with suffragism. Oh. Solely to boost cigarette sales amongst women. He called them torches of freedom. Nice. And said, no, ladies, you certainly should. <laughs> You're coating your lungs with the black fluid of freedom. This is obviously, this is on a bit, but uh, at the uh, 1929 Easter Sunday parade in New York, mm. uh, he sort of got a load of women to go there and smoke cigarettes. Oh. Because why not? He he was basically horrific. He he kind of invented consumerism, hmm. 
and the whole idea that you should keep up with the Joneses and materially buy more and more things. Really, everything that's catastrophic with the planet right now, you can attribute to Edward Bernays. Oh, well, is... So... But Matthew Freud is also in PR as well, isn't he? Matthew Freud... Well, it was it was his nephew, Edward Bernays, who, who founded Saucy Public Relations. Yes, you're right. Matthew Freud is head of Freud Communications, an international public, public relations firm. Yeah. Clement is the grandson, so it's his great-grandson. Yeah. So he's the he's so great-grandson, yeah. Now you know. Yep. You're welcome. Well, I am going to take you to the 21st of January... 2019. Look, you're pushing it, mate. <laughs> if I could have done 2020, I would have. But I don't know what's going to happen yet. <laughs> On the 21st of January 2019, we had the most exciting astronomical phenomenon ever. You can tell it was because of its name. It was called the Super Wolf Blood Moon. It sounds amazing, but it's just one that's a bit bigger and goes a bit red. Well, we had a... the. First, the last lunar eclipse you'll be able to see in the UK for another nine years. So if you missed it last year, sorry about that. Um, but it was 7% bigger than any other moon. Oh, let's see if we can work out which, what all the bits are. Do you know what super moons are? No. Right, super moons are a bit bigger. They're 7% bigger. Uh, blood. Do you know why blood moons are blood moons? And um, because they're equipped moons? No. Okay. <laughs> What about wolf moons? Again, gladiators. Yeah, uh, I'm afraid that's just a full moon that happens in January. So essentially, it wasn't that exciting, but... Uh, no. It just goes to show that we on Earth can make anything, even the most mundane of occurrences, sound amazing by putting the words super, wolf and blood in front of it. It's, that's a bit of a PR job on the moon, to be honest with you. It really is. I mean, although, whilst they everyone was taking pictures of it because it was the super wolf blood moon and the most exciting moon that there had ever been, despite the fact the moon is always there and has been for all of human existence, um, whilst we were all pointing our cameras at it, a meteor hit the moon. So lots of people got good pictures of a meteor actually hitting the moon. I really feel you're... So that's quite exciting. ...pushing the boundaries of your remit within this podcast, mate. <laughs> the very fact that you've resorted to oh, no, something that happens with HR. in astronomy tells me you're in trouble, because normally you're very sniffy about that sort of thing. Yeah. And the fact that even, even as it unfurled and you described it... <laughs> Things that would, you were or would not basically have dismissing it. Yeah. Well, it deserves dismissing. It's the moon. It was going to happen anyway. If people are listening right I now... I hate the moon. ...you know who to vote for. It's written so many epistolary it novels. It's very, very simple. Nat has got anger issues to deal uh. with. Why not give him one more? <laughs> <laughs> and vote for me. You can go to Twitter and what? vote no. at date underscore fight. What? We've got the American novel. Oh, no, we shared that one. Oh, it's just the... Oh, yeah. man, I'm stuck with a moon. Where can people go on Facebook? Oh, they can go to facebook.com forward slash date fight if they have to. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've... Wow. Are you OK? <laughs> yes, I think so. OK. I'll be back. I'll be cheery again tomorrow. You know, it's difficult. Do you know what's difficult? Can I just say what's difficult, Nat? Mm. Is when you get into these states <laughs> and I just want to hug you <laughs> and you don't want to be hugged. <laughs> and that is hard for me because I care about you. <sighs> I care about you. I know you do. In your own way. Uh, so, um, no, uh, don't shrug it off. No, you know. The way you choose to express it. All right. That's all. You know. Right. Let's uh, see you all tomorrow. Let's just shove off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Do Let's vote, do though, guys. Right. It's so important that you vote. Uh, we will have the results on Sunday of this week's <laughs> Tell your friends about fight. this cheery podcast you listen to every morning. Will you please? Look, I'm not being funny, but we've done, what, 78 of these things now? Just tell someone. We really need more people to be listening to it because yeah, this is this killing us. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We love it. And we, we love, love it. that you enjoy it. That's I do. The best I thing ever. It. If you could teach other people to love it, and if that means breaking them, mm. then break them. Break your loved ones for us. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, we're stopping now. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.